0: Welcome, Welcome to the Italian, Italian wine, Podcast. wine Podcast. I'm Rebecca Lawrence. And I am Jacopo Fanciulli. And we are the authors of the Jumbo Shrine Guide to Italian Wine series. This show will feature narrations of our second book in the series, The Jumbo, Jumbo Shrimp Guide to Italian, Italian Wine, International, International Grape Varieties. We wrote this book for curious wine lovers, especially those who enjoy the idea of having a light-hearted, entertaining, crash course into this very broad topic. Join, Join us, us as we journey through the world of Italian wine. Ciao. another installment of the second Jumbo Shrimp Guide to Italian Wine, International Grape Varieties in Italy, presented by the Italian Wine Podcast. My name is Joy Livingston and I'll be your narrator for this series. The Jumbo Shrimp Guide to Italian Wine, International Grape Varieties in Italy is the new book from Positive Press and if you're wondering how to get a copy of the book, the Kindle version will soon be available on Amazon and the paperback will likewise be available from PositivePress.net Donate to the Italian Wine Podcast and we'll send you a complimentary paperback copy of the book. Wait, I should rephrase that. It seems like last time I said this, a $1 donation cost us $30 to ship to Tajikistan. Seriously, not cool, dude. So by donating a minimum of $10 to the Italian Wine Podcast, we'll send you a free copy of the book. Find details at italianwinepodcast.com and remember to rate our show wherever you listen to your podcasts. famous Italian wines made with international varieties. Perhaps the most famous examples of wines made with international varieties in Italy are the Super Tuscans. This term refers to a group of now prestigious wines that started their lives as unusual blends being made outside of regional regulations. The first Super Tuscan, Sassicaia, is the result of the intuition and obstinacy of Mario Incisa della Rocchetta and the winemaking wisdom of Emile Peinot and Giacomo Tacchis. It was born around the same time that other innovations were taking place in Tuscany, such as those with the Chianti blend. Chianti, perhaps the most famous Tuscan wine at this point in history, was in crisis and foreign consumers began to reduce their purchases. To counter this dip in interest, the large companies began to remove white grapes from the famous blend of ricasoli, and began to experiment with the contribution of international varieties, such as Cabernet Sauvignon and Merlot, to give the Sangiovese a greater color stability and an aromatic profile. In addition, they even turned to the help of barriques, small barrels that give intense oak flavors and therefore produced wines closer to the demands of the Anglo-Saxon market and palate. Meanwhile, Mario Incisa della la Roqueta planted a vineyard on the eastern side of the castle of Castiglioncello, focusing on native Tuscan vines such as Canaiolo, Sangiovese, and Trebbiano. The result was modest, and the wines were often acerbic. When he returned to his mentor, Veronelli, an important wine journalist at the time, for advice, the response was honest and very critical, and so he began to search for another path and sought out Emil Peynot who was then a consultant of the great Antinori family, Peino convinced him to cultivate vines other than Tuscan ones, and thanks to a relationship with Count Salviati di Migliarino, he was introduced to Cabernet Sauvignon and Cabernet Faux, both of which seemed suitable suggestions for his new wine. Thus, the experimentation began. In 1968, with the help of Takis and the encouragement of Veronelli, Incisa della Rocchetta participated in an important competition in London, where he beat all the best Bordeaux chateaux. This success was repeated in 1985 in a comparison that pitched him against Cabernet wines from around the world, and he was awarded 100 points by American critic Robert Parker. And yet, these wines found themselves in a strange position. Along with fellow Super Tuscan Tignanello, these wines were still only classified as Italian table wine, the lowest level of quality pyramid of the Dock. It was agreed by these producers that in 1963 the law which instituted the Dock could not keep up with the rapid innovation that many winemakers were demonstrating with their wines. Yet despite this, Tignanello gave life to a new movement of innovation in the style of Tuscan wine and the success it had on the markets was immediate. In short, thanks to this wine, the Chianti Classico area became a laboratory, from which an impressive series of world-class red table wines were released, with Sassicaia improving from year to year and Solaia another super Tuscan, arriving in 1978. It was clear that this was the birth of a movement that would change the very imagination of wines produced in the Chianti and coastal Tuscany area. Solaya, Tignanello's sister wine, earned first place in a Wine Spectator ranking. The goal was to equal France. But it is wrong to talk about these wines as simply imitations of Bordeaux. Yes, they were made from so-called international grapes. But with a Tuscan style and their own character, it was this that was the key to their success. Exactly one year after Solaya's conquest of the the top-of-the-world wine list, drawn up by wine spectator a vintage of ornellaia 1998 was found in the same place the rise of the super tuscans had officially happened it is not just cabernet sauvignon that had been able to shine in the super tuscan wines massetto has made its name thanks to merlot which performs in years even when cabernet sauvignon doesn't and has led to an exceptional series of vintages since its inception in 1988. Similarly, Tenuta di Biserno, a new project from Antinori, focuses on Cabernet Franc. Why Cabernet Franc? It matures well in this area and gives excellent results with more richness and less vegetal characters than the Cabernet Franc wines that have traditionally been enjoyed from France. Whilst these may be the most recognized, there have been many other wines in the history of Italian wine that have echoed these styles. In fact, Foggiannege, the first great red wine that used international varietals aged in Barrique in Italy, preceded Sassicaia, 1968, by seven years. It was Lionello Letrari, then a young enologist who directed the Bossi-Fedrigotti of Rovereto in Trentino, who first decided to combine barrique aging and international vines. For Foggianeghe, Carmenere and Merlot were used in proportions of 40 and 60 percent. Long macerations were adopted at controlled temperature, and the malolactic fermentation, which changes harsh acids to soft acids, was the real secret to the smoothness and richness of this wine. The wine started its life in Slavonian oak barrels, where it stayed for 14 months and then it enjoyed a further 10 months in 25 hectoliter barrels. It was an immediate success, and a few years later, on April 25th, 1971, a gentleman showed up. It was Robert Mondavi. He had tasted the wine in America and said that it was incredible, and that there could be a better wine in Italy than in Bordeaux. In addition to the big bold red styles, there are other successful wines being produced in Italy using international varieties. In Friuli Venezia Giulia, for example, there is the white Vintage Tunina. The first official vintage, Vintage Tunina by Jermann was 1975. The grapes were those of the Tunina vineyard planted with Chardonnay, Sauvignon, Malvasia, Ribolla Gialla, and Picolit. Again, finding the balance between using international grapes and Italian natives to produce exceptional yet unique new wines. Chardonnay was introduced in Trentino by the Austrian administration under the name of Pinot Chardonnay through the Instituto di San Michele all'Adige in the late eighteen hundreds but it didn't really take off however it was giulio ferrari of the now famous Trentodoc wines who in his dual role as a nurseryman and sparkling wine producer understood the qualitative potential of chardonnay Ferrari invested in the first plants in the mid-1920s and began experimenting with the quality of Chardonnay grapes in his sparkling wines produced with the Metodo Classico traditional method. The result of this was the birth, in 1993, of the Trento DOC denomination, dedicated only to sparkling wines re-fermented in bottles. Varietal Spotlight on International Grape Varieties that are Found in Italy Cabernet Sauvignon Cabernet Sauvignon is truly an international grape. It is as of this writing the most widely planted and one of the most popular wine grapes in the world. It is a result of a crossing between Cabernet Franc and Sauvignon Blanc and is believed to be and is believed to have originated in French in the French region of Bordeaux specifically the Haute medoc Although it is one of the most widely planted varieties in the world, it actually prefers to be in warm climates in order to fully ripen. There is always the risk in more moderate areas that it will produce unfavorable vegetal flavors if the growing season is not long enough to allow for full ripening. Its high tannin and acid profile means it is suitable for long oak aging and indeed many of the best cabernet sauvignon wines produced in the world are not ready for drinking upon release and require some patience to soften the tannic edge cabernet sauvignon is often blended with merlot its partner variety in bordeaux it has proved such a popular blend that other regions around the world such as margaret river in australia and napa valley in california have followed this model. This is the case also on the Tuscan coast. However, in Tuscany, more rugged inland areas overlapping the Chianti zone, Sangiovese becomes the preferred blending partner. Where in Italy? Like Chardonnay, this is a variety that has traveled widely in Italy. Perhaps the more notable regions in which wines from Cabernet Sauvignon are produced are Tuscany and the Veneto. Cabernet Sauvignon is truly a black grape variety, with dark fruits such as blackcurrant, black plum, blackberry and black cherry dominating the flavour and aroma profile. Wines can sometimes be characterised by a green character, such as capsicum or blackcurrant leaf. Some people say that the wines of Coonawarra in Australia display a clear eucalyptus aroma. Merlot Perhaps one of the most well-recognized grape varieties in the world, Merlot, is practically a brand in and of itself. However, its popularity waned dramatically after it was maligned in the popular film Sideways, where the protagonist refused to drink Merlot due to its reputation for its simple, fruity, crowd-pleasing style. Yet another variety that originated in Bordeaux. Here, it can be split into two styles those picked early to maintain an acidity and structure and those picked late to give more body and roundness recent analysis has shown that merlot is the offspring of cabernet Franc, and madeleine de charentaise also giving it a genetic connection with its blending partner cabernet sauvignon merlot is usually blended with higher tannin varieties to give more structured and long-lasting wines This is why, in Bordeaux, you almost always find it with Cabernet Sauvignon, Cabernet Franc or Petit Verdot. It ripens early and more reliably than Cabernet Sauvignon, which is another reason that it is chosen. Outside of France, it is found in regions that focus on Bordeaux blends such as Margaret River, Napa Valley and Washington State. However. It gained a new following when made into simple, easy-to-drink wines that were simply labeled as Merlot from Australia or California. Like Chardonnay, it is a very versatile variety that can be produced in fresh, fruity, simple, easy-to-drink wines, or complex, full-bodied wines suitable for aging. Where in Italy? Whilst Merlot is found in many different parts of Italy, five regions seem to specialize in this variety, either in pure wines or blends, Veneto, Friuli, Tuscany, Lazio, and Sicily. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Jumbo Shrimp Guide to Italian Wine, International Grape Varieties, the second and newest book in the Jumbo Shrimp series. We plan to continue bringing you more episodes each Thursday. And remember, the Kindle version of the book will soon be available on Amazon and the paperback will likewise be available from PositivePress.net. Also, rate our show wherever you tune in. Find Italian Wine Podcast on Facebook and Instagram. Our Twitter handle is at EatAtWine podcast check out at mama jumbo shrimp on tiktok